Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Green Room. Hopefully, it's uh, not too loud. It is pouring rain, and I'm driving back from uh, North Carolina, actually driving up to a a show in Massachusetts. And uh, I wanted to recap the last two nights. So uh, I'll do them in separate episodes, but the first one... Wednesday night, I was in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, so that was about an eight-hour, probably an eight-and-a-half, nine-hour commute. And I was looking at the map, and I was like, man, going down to Raleigh and this area in North Carolina is kind of like just driving up to Bangor, Maine. Um, I'm, you know, in and around the tri-state New York, New York City area, so I do a lot of shows in that area. But coming north or south it's kind of the same and my wife was like what you're going to North Carolina and I was like yeah I mean it's just like if I took a gig up in Maine it'd be an eight and a half hour nine hour ride up there so this is kind of the same anyway um had quite an evening on Wednesday night uh I was in Raleigh North Carolina which is in this I think they call it the triangle area And I was at this really cool church. Beautiful, like wonderful people. Um, And it was... uh, I have played this event now for the last two years. This this was the third one. And um, it's kind of a... a, They have a real issue, as most of the country does, with um, folks in... With heroin, basically. Fentanyl... Um, and so what they're trying to do in that area, and I really applaud them for it, is in the, in the area that they're in, they're trying to increase awareness and then also increase, um, funding and just let people know that, Hey, this is a problem in our area. We can't sweep it under the rug anymore and we need to address it head on. So they had some folks from the local government there from the mayor's office they had uh some some local recovery houses and some of the um some of the women and men in recovery were in the audience i mean we for a wednesday night in this part of north carolina we had 150 people in the room and uh i, I thought that was great like and they said well, our biggest competition tonight is the state fair and i was like what are you talking about And they said, well, there's this state fair every October and it's a huge draw. Like things shut down while the state fair is going on. I was like, okay, whatever. I I have no knowledge of that whatsoever, but sounds good. Um, So anyway, it was kind of a cool night. Like they opened up with uh, some of the folks from local government chatting about just some some, uh, statistics and funding that's going on in the area and there's it's remarkable how much money is being brought into the area from the federal government there are these grants that are coming in uh to to all of to every state across the nation that is that wants to have these types of programs so i was pretty impressed by that in their little county they had over 800 people brought into the ER in the last year uh, due to heroin and 
those types of overdoses had over 225 deaths and the majority of folks that are struggling with this are adolescents and I mean I heard that statistic and I was like this is absolutely unbelievable and the reason I was down there was I had met up with a woman I played a show I guess it's been three years now or two two years three years maybe three years now uh, in Apex, North Carolina, a couple of years back, and there was a woman in the audience who runs a high school. Now, it's a very unique high school. It's called the Wake Monarch Academy, and there are 14 students in this academy, and those 14 students are in recovery, and they cannot, do not want to go back to their general high schools because the stigma surrounding addiction is just too much for these kids to deal with and the stigma surrounding their recovery and their past and just everything. So this woman took it upon herself to open up a high school and teach these kids, tutor these kids and give them accredited um, graduations uh, through a, a small high school that she's opened and she gets private funding and it's, it's really incredible. And I, I'm just, I was, when I first met her a couple of years ago, I, I was so impressed. I was like, my goodness, this is absolutely amazing. So pray for her and pray for this little high school that's in this area because it is doing, they're doing incredible work for kids that are in recovery uh, in this area. And so she was one of the uh, one of the speakers there and there were a few other recovery houses. And then I met a couple of, of women who, shared their stories and the, the, the night kind of went like they opened up and then I played a half an hour or so and then there were a few testimonies and then I played a little more and then there was another testimony and I played a little more and another testimony and I played a little more and it ended up being about a two-hour night but um, I'll get to what happened in the middle in a minute but the testimonies from these women that came up uh, were were amazing I mean this one girl came up and she said you know, I, I look back on my life over the last couple of years and I only have God to thank. Without him, this never would have been possible. And I never would have made it out of the, uh, the pit that I was in. And she said, I am, I am now a functioning member in society. She just got a job about a week ago and she's hoping to be a mom one day, meet a guy, you know, all this, like just incredible life turnarounds when you see um, how God can move through these addiction and recovery programs. So, and the other women too that were speaking, I mean, just, ha, huh, it's, it, it's just fascinating and beautiful and incredible to see God move uh, through their lives. So if you have a local recovery place in your community, please support them because they're doing incredible work. Now, about an hour into the night, maybe around 7.30, quarter to 8, I had just finished my one of my sets. A woman came up. She was in the middle of her testimony. And all of a sudden, I see a little commotion in the third row. A woman uh, sitting there had collapsed, completely collapsed. She was on the floor, and they were grabbing the defibrillators. And we, we were like, what? what is going on? And um, immediately 
one of the women who was hosting said, hey, let's just go into some prayer while these guys work on her. They called 911. Uh, so we prayed for healing immediately on the spot. And uh, then everybody evacuated the, the sanctuary, kind of went out to the lobby. EMT arrived, got her on a stretcher, and as they were bringing her out, we could see that her eyes were open and she was conscious. So that was a good thing. Uh, come to find out she had had a little bit of a history with a heart condition and so but it was just kind of scary um, kind of put a damper on the night but we're praying that she is going to be okay moving forward so uh, keep her in your prayers as well but kind of wild overall overall it was a great night and uh, I was chatting with some folks after the show this one girl came up to me and she gave me a book that she had written and I'm actually looking forward to reading it it's uh it's kind of three if I remember correctly I haven't picked up the book since she gave it to me the other night but three movements and it's poetry for each each of these movements poems that she wrote and poetry about when she was using poetry about when she was in recovery and poetry now in the aftermath of it all and I'm actually really looking forward to checking it out uh, but I, 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 you know the job and what I do um, it's incredible to just meet men, women who are just leaning so deeply and, and, and seeking Jesus so deeply because they know that it's a necessity in their recovery process. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And I met some other folks that uh, were really excited about the bracelets and uh, bought a few. They wanted to give them out. So it was cool. It was just really, really kind of a great night. So that's the, uh, that's the wrap-up. Um, I'm going to keep driving here. I'm actually going to record the next episode as well. So hopefully that one... Hopefully we can get this rain to stop, but it's not looking like it's letting up at all. So, uh, But there you go. There's night one in, in North Carolina. Really great night. Uh, hey, if you want to join us and support what I'm doing and how I do it, head over to joindaysband.com. You can get involved that way and uh, be a part of our membership program and be a part of the ministry. And you can help me go out and do more shows like this uh, that are bringing hope and the message of Jesus to people all up and down the East Coast. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of this. See you on the next one. Take care.